Listen, you want to cut f***ing promos? Let's cut a f***ing promo. What's up? This is the Classless Gentleman. How's everybody doing today? we got a special episode for you guys today. Because as you guys may know, uh, well, the first episode we talked mostly Game of Thrones. And this episode we're going to be talking all Game of Thrones. Yes, we're a sports podcast. But we also talk current events. And right now, we don't, we're just not interested in much in the world of sports right now. So from Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Redrick. Nice to be with you guys on this Monday evening. Uh, in the spare bedroom next to me, so we don't hear his echo, Mr. Julian Stalling. How are you doing, boss? <laughs> Julian. I got to get used yeah, to my the real names. And I don't, it doesn't, it does, it does, nothing matters anymore. Nothing matters. We just, I just, I was just disappointed by this entire season of Game of Thrones. Nothing matters anymore. I'm just empty inside. Let's do this. Is the world is basically your point is at some point the world's going to burn up and nothing is going to matter ever. Nothing's going to matter. Just bring on the zombie apocalypse. Right, I've got a bunker ready. I just want to start shooting some cool, walking cool, 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 zombies cool. in the head. That's good. I'm sure that all attract listeners. And in Southern Florida, Mr. Hobo Baggins, how you doing, boss? I'm all right. I'm just waiting for this HBO Game of Thrones movie to come out in five years. You know, That's also very true. Cl- That's close, up, close up some of those loose ends they left for us. Some. Some. Lots of loose ends. So, Lots I mean, we've got, we've got a lot to get to today. We've got the, the last episode took place last night. I'm sure everybody and their mother's already broken this thing down, but you get only our opinions where I'm right and these two are wrong. Um, yeah, so we're going to, we're going to talk about the season. We're going to go through, we're going to, we're basically going to try to hit on the big points. John slash Hobo Baggins is going to try to sway you. He's going to try to, Dangle a little little cat toy in, in oh, your I eyes. I don't, I don't think the hobo is alone. I think Julian's joining me with this. I don't know. He is. You guys, you guys are, you guys are well, or Julian. Uh, Julian. So let's let's just let's just jump right into it because how do you guys want to do this? You guys want to do this chronologically, or you guys want to go? You guys want to each want to bring up a big point and talk about it? Let's go chronologically. Julian, I, I don't know what you're going to defend. That that's I'm neutral. I'll, I'm I'm here. I'm here. My claws have been sharpened. I'm here to just attack whatever you guys start speaking with. Okay, I'm I'm neutral. We're, we're neutral as the season was neutral. I want. I want to each. I want to each bring up. I want to each want to bring up a, a larger point. I don't want to go chronologically. I don't want to. Okay. Well, then let's just go in a direction. All right. Of some sort. Uh, hobo baggage. You're you're chomping at the bit. What's what's your number one? What's your big thing that really you want to talk about from this from this episode or this season? Well, my, you can talk about my, general arcing things as well. I just want to break down this uh, this episode because it really just like it, it encapsulated the entire season and the disappointment with that. And I would start with the Grey Worm, but I know that's something big that you want to talk about with. So let's talk about how Jamie and Cersei could have taken thirty steps to the left and been alive. This is so. This is your way of making this a chronological thing. I understand what you're doing. Okay, no, so no, not at all. So okay, the, so we're going. It's through, absurd. But we're painting the picture. Tyrion's got his torch. He's walking through. He's going down. He sees the big pile of rubble, which is basically in one spot, and underneath it is Jamie and Cersei. And you're saying that your big issue is that had they not been standing where they were standing, they could have still been alive. Is that what you're saying? No, my big thing is with the ep- 
episode five, right? Everything comes down. It looks like all of the, the under the red keep was just decimated by bricks. Meanwhile, uh-huh. Tyrion walks downstairs. Conveniently, the top of the, the door is not completely covered with bricks. So he crawls through that. Then he just casually walks through with his torch throughout the entire bottom of it. And then he comes up to a pile of bricks. Conveniently, gold hand is sticking out and he's able uh-huh. to lift through bricks. He sees Cersei and Jamie dead. And it, what? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's not consistent at all with what happened with episode five. It's ridiculous. Mind you, it just looked like a little bit of rubble here. Like the episode before made it seem like everything above them came down. Everything sealed off its clothes. And then he's just down there strolling through like it's just another little, there's just a little inconvenience, you know, inconveniencing spots here and there. So they're just like, oh, let me shuffle here. Mind you, my guy's like three feet tall, so it's like he can jump over stuff really, really well. So she's like, oh, let me shuffle here, shuffle here. Oh, hi, my brother and sister are dead. Yeah, I, no, I understand. No. Like, I understand your guys' general point. Like, sure, whatever. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take too much of an issue with it. I don't think they had basic architecture class for knights and ladies back then, but whatever. Also, my other point would be like, it gave you the opportunity to see Tyrion and his emotional, you know, kind of breakdown seeing like that hope dash that he was hoping so badly that his brother and sister made it to start a new life in Pentos or whatever. And that was dashed away from him. So like, yeah, is the realism of an actual collapse of a seller unrealistically portrayed? Sure. Uh, let's, I would say, let's not let that stand in the way of a fantastic acting performance from, from the little man. But why not have like the unsullied like out there digging it out, right? Like why was starting it, why, to rebuild. Because they're already busy just uh, slitting throats and cashing yeah, checks. They're, busy still killing they're the not innocent. excavating. Yeah, they were busy killing the innocent and the busy, poor. Busy teleporting. Busy teleporting. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get we'll get to your next next nit, nitpicky thing, Julian. Do you have one you want to talk about? What, in particular, no. I'm here. I'm here to. So you're you're just going, you're product. going to bring absolutely no sort of. You you see this general theme, like absolutely no initiative, but yet just willing to sit there and attack from an armchair. I'm here to attack. I'm riding coattails into the promised land. Watch me just crucify every point you guys make okay, and bring it. Never home. mind. Never mind. I'm, I'm, I say. I say. Never. Since since we're not going to go around and get the big points, I say we do go chronologically. So, um, Hobo, go ahead and give us. You, since I guess teleporting would be next on the list, you want to go teleporting next? What's your issue with this? Yeah. Okay. So Gray Worm and John have their little dick measuring contest when. Grey Room's trying to slit everybody's throats, and John's like, oh, don't do it, you know. They're already on their knees, they're surrendered, being like a, yeah. like a, like a ra- rather honorable soldier, a Stark soldier, if you would. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm with John on this. I think they should have had some mercy. But anyways, so Davos, as usual, calms the situation down. Hey, John, let's go speak to the Queen. He's like, all right, Raguchi, let's go speak to the queen. So he starts walking to the queen. They cut to the Tyrion scene, which I know is going to be your argument. But then as he's still walking to the queen, somehow Grey Worm's on top of the stairwell just waiting for him, like hundreds and yards away. It was absurd. Yeah, I just think – I think the point is I don't I, – I, again, I don't – I think this is nitpicky, number one. Number two, I think it cuts – I'm not 100% sure – uh, I would have to go back back and watch live. I think in between slitting throats and top of the stairs is Tyrion. But if it's not, then it's 
it's a fairly it's a fair it's a fair point that like he goes from cutting throats, runs around up the stairs, like he either has a fantastic mile time, which is crazy fast, and John's taking his sweet time, or maybe they're just like ca- casually looking at the scene around them, like taking inventory, taking stock of what's going on and seeing, you know, what, like all the devastation, just kind of taking it all in. I think that's possible as well. I just, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I guess I don't understand why you're wasting your time letting this bother you. It, it was, it was accumulation of all of these plot holes. That's the thing. By it's itself, not a plot not too hole, bad. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's not a it's plot lazy hole. writing. That's it's not lazy writing. writing. It might be lazy directing. It might be lazy, like, storyboarding. The directors go off of what's written. Facts. Oh, God. Oh, this is just so... I think it was lazy, too. I hope this is... I hope this is a standard that all shows are now judged against, so we can't let, enjoy. We no, can't enjoy. Let Julian speak. Let Julian speak. My, all right, here is my point. It's not you can't judge all shows off this. You can judge all shows that said, "Hey guys, we're not going to come back in 2018 because we're about to bring you guys some fire in 2019, and we're so going to cut it to six episodes and bring the heat." Our balls are so big. Our dick is so big. We're so big and hard right now. We got this. You're going to get six episodes. They're going to be extra long, but we're going to take some extra time making it extra good for our extra fans. You guys are going to love it. Hope you guys enjoy this extra 365-day break. That's what had me hot. Just sit. You're not doing anything. Just sit there and wait the 365. I did wait the 365 yeah, patiently. Yeah. And then you, and then you, and then instead of serving me some kind of prime rib, some kind of Kobe beef, you serve me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But instead of the jelly, it's actually shit right there. No, see, that's, see, now you're going too far. Like once again, you're, you're demonstrating that you, you don't, you're not demonstrating that you have a middle ground. It's not a shit sandwich. Is it the best? The is it the best sandwich. show? Is it the, the best season? It's not even close I didn't to the best. It was not a good show. I'm just saying you just the season went to a shit ball. sandwich. Yes, it was a shit sandwich. That's a, that's a bad show. This season was a shit sandwich. You can't there's say that you're not people. calling it a bad show, then compare it to a shit sandwich. The season was a shit sandwich. The show was great. The season, though, when you don't tell people that you're going to take an extra 12 months to give you guys perfection or close to it, or at least res- resemble something of season one care. Six. Like, I don't even, who, who cares about the 365? We all have the time. Because that was the point of we it. The we were so yeah. There are you points still they were going to make it epic. They could, they yeah, could they come back and make it epic. Okay, let, we're, moving, we're moving on to the next point, the big one that I think we actually all do agree upon. We all kind rare, of agree. Rare. Because we could argue, we're going to argue that until time, until the end of time. We could just argue it, and it's not going, nobody wants to listen to it. Not even our friends want to listen to us do it anymore. So we're going to move. And they're the, they're the only ones that listen, damn it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we're going to move. They've already, they've already heard our opinion slash we'll hear them again. So we're going to move to after John kills Danny, very emotional scene. Someone was cutting onions. It's emotional. Everything happens. Dragon, dragon, dragon burns the throne. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, a just cutting yeah, wrists. Well, but he's saying, oh, but he's not hard. saying it's a bad show. It makes him want to kill himself. Dragon, dragon flies off. Dragon flies off with dead mother to nobody really knows where. 
please exactly. please to don't resurrect make, her. Please don't make resurrect her. Please don't make your movie. theories because you're just going to be mad when they don't come true. And then next you see from John after that is he's in prison. So we're saying that Grey Worm, who we just saw slitting the throat of surrendering prisoners, found John, put two and two together of bloody spot. There's John. And just arrested him. Put him in chains. Yeah, somebody did. Somebody put him in chains. I just don't see that being believable. Saying he's like, we saw him the episode before where like everything's calm and he goes full Leroy. He just takes his spear and tosses yeah. it. So like this seems like a stretch to me. Uh, everything seemed like a stretch this season, but let us begin. Uh, yeah, Grey Worm is rolling upstairs. He's like, oh, Khaleesi, Mother of Dragons, what shall we do next? Where, where, yo dog, where'd she go? Uh, I just stabbed her. Oh, hell no. Nah. Let's do this. He throws his spear at him and just charges John. One of them dies. Yeah, I think that, that, that would have been, been, that been epic. I think that would have been a great spot. Like, I don't really understand. Of my critiques with, of my critiques with the show, this is one of my bigger ones, cause I think that would have been in an episode where there's not a whole lot of room for like fighting and epic, mo- like, big battle moments like that was one you had an opportunity and you had time to do it you could have done it and they didn't choose to do it and i don't really understand because i think the only way that gray worm doesn't do it is if he stops and assesses the situation where he's like okay my queen's dead the dragon's gone so there's our number one battle plan is gone so now we've got the unsullied and dothraki which by the way a lot more Dothraki survived than what I recall coming back from the battle. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a charge, and then I remember seeing, like, four scamper back with their tails yeah. between their legs. Now, now there's still, still a horde of them. But, like, so now you've got Dothraki, who who knows if they're going to follow you. You've got the Unsullied defending a city that's broken and defenseless since your queen just destroyed it. And you've got, if you kill Jon Snow, you're going to have Sansa in the north to deal with. So maybe... Maybe he thinks about it rationally. Is like, I need him as a prisoner and a bargaining chip, which he uses later. Is that? But here's, uh, the, here's the thing, though. So my problem with that is, is that, all right, we got to think about where he came from, right? Mm-hmm. He was enslaved. He was a soldier. He was an unsullied. He wasn't ever, like, he didn't ever have a mindset outside of only that. Then he kind of opened up throughout the last couple of seasons. But he still doesn't have an understanding of, like, how politics work, how negotiations work. And you, you bothered to make all of last episode him losing control, right? Like him and Daenerys were losing control last episode. And then to have him, and then he's still slitting dudes' throats in the beginning of the episode. And then you have him just like all of a sudden rationally be like, oh man, I understand politics now. I understand Westeros. I need to take this guy as a prisoner. Absolutely I mean, ridiculous. I think, I think that's so, I think, I don't think you need to understand politics to know I've got one of yours. Like I, th- I think that's a fairly basic concept of there's some there's some bargaining chip in I have one of yours. I think it's a I think it's a stretch to say the least. I thought and to be honest with you, like I don't even care because as we said, you it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for like um, a mountain versus hound size battle of Grey Worm, right. who they gave a bunch of screen time to this episode versus John, who's the hero who has a, another chance to. Like kind of have a you know a big big moment, which give the people what they want. You've been getting carved up. You've been getting carved up. Give the people what they want. 
So, and then if you still if you still want to go with the brand becomes king theory, then you just have them both die of battle wounds. Or you, or the I think I think you know? I think the eventual we'll get we'll get to that I'm sure, but like the eventual I don't want to be king thing. Like I think you can still do that if you're like, hey, if the people are like, hey, we elect you king, you can still be like, no, I'm good, I'm good, I don't want to do that. So I mean I I I think that um just huge opportunity missed. And yeah, I, and not to mention a stretch that he's taken prisoner as opposed to butchered on the spot. Um, who would win? Who would win though? That's the real John, question. John would win. I think John's got it. I think plot armor's got John winning that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, plot, plot armor for sure. But I mean, I think <laughs> just I've got I've got John at minus three and a half on that. All right, I'll take those. <laughs> up. I think the Grey Worm is a better soldier. Grey Worm's a better soldier for sure. No, but no, 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 no. He's very commander. I battle of the spear versus I don't know. Battle of spear versus spear versus sword. long sword. Yeah, yeah. but Grey Worm has that little dagger that he still like only used to cut yeah. throats. That's all well, he uses. John has that little dagger that he used in Daenerys's left titty, but you know. Yeah. Are we okay with Daenerys being killed by John? By the way, yes. Like that yeah, was okay, right? Yeah, I thought. I, I don't like how. It I think. I think she. He was the only one she was going to like get close, which is preposterous. But she's crazy. She. She legitimately. I think she did a good job of portraying herself as nuts. And I thought Tyrion yeah, I talking to John did a good job of painting the progression that they didn't do as good a job in in episode five. I thought Tyrion covered some of that. I thought he did a good job. So I was okay. I was okay with that. I thought that Peter Dinklage did an incredible. They finally let him go back to like old school Tyrion. I thought he was uh, perfect throughout the entire. Yeah, episode. he was fantastic. I thought I really thought he was fantastic. Um, so yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with that. I didn't see. I didn't see people having a whole lot of issues with that. I did have people. Do you guys just want to talk about? You guys want to talk about Bran, or you want to talk about that whole setup? Because I have. I want to talk about one thing after Bran, after the coronation. But if you guys want to talk, like, do you guys have any let's issues? Talk about, with- let's talk about Bran, and then let's talk about the thing you want to talk about after the coronation. Okay. okay. What, do, what do you have? What do yeah. you have? What do you have? Bran, like another one. Like I understand the pick because, like. He knows all of history and like history repeats itself, et cetera. But like, I fucking hate Bran. I just hate Bran. Here's my thing. Here's my thing with Bran. It doesn't make sense because he said earlier in the season that he's not human. So he's not going to make, he's not, he said it himself. He's no longer, I'm no longer human. I'm no longer living in the present. I live in the past and in the future. I live everywhere else. So he's not going to make rash decisions based off of, of what humanity needs. He's going to make it based off of his disconnected, super psychosis, living on a Thanos cloud planet, wheelchair bound NASCAR, you know, fast and furious needs. He, he's he not, can make, he he make decisions based on what's going to happen in the future. I think that's possible. Well, yeah, but he's not going to, but he already said, and he said he's not a human. He said it to Theon. He's like, I'm no longer, or I think it was Theon he was, but he's like, I'm no longer human. I'm the three eyed raven. I, I don't. He, he He's did so seem he did seem very much more brand like in this episode than he has for like the last three episode seasons. Like before, he was just kind of like sitting there, crazy out of it, and now he's a human. No, well, he said he wasn't a human before. Now he's a human I know. again. Yeah. I know that's what I'm complaining about. It's an inconsistent yeah, like, story. At the, at the same you time, know. like I think with the way they unfolded the events, like you had, you had like John. John wasn't an option anymore. Danny's dead. Uh, you've got Sansa, who's not ever going south again after what happened. You've got Ed, Edmure, Edmure Tully, <laughs> who, who stands up and is like, I've created two kittens. Uh, take, take a seat. Sit back down. 
Sansa alfing him was probably the highlight of this episode. Just the 100%. absolute. Oh, well, that and then uh, when Bran was like, uh, Tyrion, you'll be my hand. He was like, uh, no, I'm good, dog. I appreciate that. I want that route already. Yeah, that was good. So I got a good chuckle from He's that. He's like, no, no, no. But I'm the I'm the weirdo, and you're the prisoner, so you're going to be my hand. Yeah. My I, issue, I think the listeners would enjoy the fact that we, we talked about before we recorded on when Edmure stood up. You know some degenerate bet on Edmure to win the fucking throne, and he was like, this shit's going to hit. It's going to hit. It's going to hit. What as you, soon as you, think it was like Kevin, you think it was like Kevin Malone odds or like Kobe winning an Oscar odds or it was like 10,000 to one? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I didn't even, I didn't, because I'm not going to lie, when he came, when he showed up, I'm like, who is this dude and why does he look familiar? Him and the little boy. It's like, why do they look so familiar? I'm like, what is he from? I'm like, oh, this is the got locked up and that's the little boy that mama got thrown out the damn thing. He got, uh, he's from the got milk ad. Yeah. Mama, mama got thrown out the goddamn floor. Is that yeah, what you just said? Out the, yeah. out the moon door. Got the moon door. So my and and that's going to bring us to my second biggest issue with the episode. After Bran's king, Sansa still is on her little power trip, where she's like, "Hey, by the way, North isn't bending the knee to anybody." And he's like, oh, and he's like. She's like, oh, I want to. We're going to be our own country as we were for thousands of years. And he's just like, Yep, okay. And nobody else at the table is like, Hey, can I get a little of that? Can I get a little of that action? Yeah. Like Dorn, you want? Dorn doesn't raise Like Braun, Braun, who just inherited the richest kingdom on all of them, isn't like, Hey, I might like to be my own king. I might like to catch some of that instead of bowing to this crippled raven. So I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. And I and I don't even actually believe it, but Svet, Svetlana and I were talking about this. And she was like, oh, our podcast. well, because this actually makes decent points. She said everybody else had already voted I for for um, for Bran. And she was the last one left. Sansa was. And she's the only one that hasn't voted yet. So she gave her terms before she voted, essentially, whereas nobody else really did that. I still don't believe it. I still think if like that happened yeah. to me and I was a lord of somewhere else, I'd be like, oh, actually, you know what? I kind of don't want to be part of your shit either. Yeah, I think I think nothing's really in stone there where you're like, I said I, whatever, I sneezed. I didn't say anything. I want some of this. I want some yeah. of this. Yeah. I want some of that. I said, I, I don't want to be part of your kingdom. Yeah, is what exactly. I actually said. No, I'm not. So, like, I couldn't – just the fact that, like, the Dornish people aren't in on it, Bronze just laying down, like, everybody – okay. Like, our, everybody's just like, yeah, we're good. We're good bowing to Bran the Unbroken, which, oh, it's a terrible name. No, Bran, Bran, Bran the Broken. Bran the Broken. Bran unbroken Bran, would be Bran, better. Bran. Unbroken would – I just tried to improve it. Yeah. Let's not focus on his disabilities. Let's focus on his abilities. Fair. All right, Durant. The future and the past. The superpowers that just don't even make sense. What a, yeah, that's fair. But, dude, how – my thing is, how did they not tease this for a movie? First off, when they end with Bran, the last thing Bran says is maybe I can find Drog- Drogon or whatever yeah, the fuck the dragon says. Like, wait a minute. Don't leave. Yeah. Then Ari is going to be Christopher Columbus, okay? And yeah. then Sansa's uh, got some little shit. I saw people. I saw people giving Arya's storyline a hard time. Or it's like she trains all this time to be an assassin, and then goes to be a cartographer. It's like, can everybody chill out? Oh. Can everybody chill out? Like maybe she's maybe she wants to go kill some strangers in a separate world. Maybe she wants to go do her own thing. Why do you? Why do you I think care? let her be. I wasn't. I wasn't too upset with her storyline. And then the second thing is clearly they're making a spinoff out of this. Like she's gonna get her own show for sure. Mm. They're getting. They're getting her. She's the most popular character. She's gonna just. It's Game of Thrones. It's going to be so much money. They're not going to be able to say no to it. 
I don't think that's going to happen. Julian, Julian, a spinoff for her. Yeah, I think that's going and, to happen. And uh, you can do so much crazy stuff because you can literally enter a world that has never existed before. So like, you can have different things, and you can have cameos with like John and Sansa and Bran, and like bring back some of these characters. It would be insane. It would be wild. The the limits, it's limitless. I mean. I mean I don't know. I'm neutral on that. Lot. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it, but um, anybody have an issue with John being allowed to take the black? Other than that, the black shouldn't exist anymore in terms of the fucking Night's Watch. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm fine with it. I don't really understand it. I don't even think he's actually a crow, though, because then he went north with all the wildlings. Yeah, no, no, that, so, was, that, was just, that, was, that was just a ploy to get him away from everybody, and he went with the wildlings where he was where he was happy, where Tormund said he'd be happier, where he gets to reunite with ghosts, which if anybody says they have a problem with that, I will fight you. I will fight you. No, I, that, that was the one thing that this fucking season redeemed. He got to choose. He got to choose. John got to choose to be a Targaryen or a Stark. He chose to be a Stark slash Snow slash Wildling. Go with his wolf beyond the wall. Wolf, wolf. I actually didn't mind sending John like, like sending John off because like when we first met him, all he wanted to do is be part of the Night's Watch. And now that he's like learned he's a Targaryen and he's gotten all this power, you kind of got the sense that he's like he's not about the Night's Watch anymore, right? No, he's just about and, the wildling life. Yeah, well, unfortunately, now he is about the wildling life. So now you send him back north to kind of be a bastard. No one still knows that he's Aegon Targaryen, and like he's got to live that life knowing the truth, like knowing that he's actually a big deal. And he was two seconds away from being like on the Iron Throne. I mean, I think yeah. I think it really goes back to that season with him and Ygritte, where they're in the where she's dying, and he said we should have never let the, left that cave. And I think he's always that's always stuck with him that he's always you didn't, that he's he's kind of agreed that like what would have happened if he just if they just would have stayed there and been happy. You didn't get the sense though that like he wasn't happy about going north. Like it looked like he was not happy about it. Oh no, I thought he was I thought he was happy about it. He looked miserable the entire episode. Well I'm sure being in jail with Grey Worm for company isn't awesome. Well at least he can't get raped by Grey Worm. Oh wow. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. What do we do to you? What do we do to you? Uh, is this the first show again, in the history again, of the I, world? I have to I have to say that we are an anti rape podcast. Anti rape <laughs> podcast. No, I said you can't get raped. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm just the, men- yeah. the mention of it, I just thought I would bring that up yeah. that we're anti. We're anti. Um so yeah, I don't really what do the Night's Watch guard against now? Because like the wildlings and them are fine. They destroyed well, the that, Night King. That baby that was turned with his eyes blue that we never saw again. So in the movie, they're probably going to make him the next Night King. You know, I can't imagine they're going to make this a movie, <laughs> bro. I'm being super sarcastic know, about that. Know, but but like, no, they're totally making a movie. Just like to switch to switch for a quick second. If you're reading the online like comments and like just getting ripped to shreds, and you're Breaking Bad making this movie, are you having like? Couple second, couple second thoughts about doing it. Like, if I were Breaking Bad and you ended the way you ended with that show going out on top where it was awesome, like, I feel like after all this, more than ever, I would have just left that alone. I would have just left that whole Wait, thing alone. Breaking Bad's making a movie? Yeah, aren't they? I think yeah. it's confirmed. Yeah, they're making, they're making, they're wow. making a movie. Didn't they, they kill like everybody off? 
I don't know how they're going to do it, where, what timeline, but no, Brian Cranston and, uh, Jesse, what's his name? Paul, whatever his name is, is coming, they're coming back. Like, oh wow. But aren't, if you're the writers and everybody on that show, like, aren't you like reading these, these comment sections and kind of like gulping and being like, uh, maybe we should just leave yeah. this alone. No, because no matter what, people are going to go see that movie and they're going to make a ton of money, whether it's good or not. And that's fine because they made their money first. Like HBO won. This season could have been even worse, and it doesn't matter. HBO won. Oh, yeah. They made their money. They made plenty of money from this. Do you think – I guess so. I think the point that we've disagreed upon most throughout our conversations with the season isn't the fact that we disagree. Like we all agree that it was Rush. We all agree that was subpar for the show. You guys think, I feel like, at least in my head, you guys think that this season altered the legacy of the show to, uh, to a, to a degree that I don't, I don't believe that it did. Like, yeah, how, I, how, how much do you think it hurt? I disagree. How much do you think, cause I think we can all say that this, like, you guys say the season was bad. I say it was meh. I didn't, eh. Um, how much do you think this season hurt the show? I think it took this show from what I was thinking about to go down in history as an all-time classic, the standard bearer for these style of shows, and people may start may start taking these weird 18-month hiatuses and these breaks. Like Westworld kind of already did it when they're they're coming back from 2020, and they took like a year break, but no one knows what's going on in Westworld. Yeah, that show sucks. It's just all over the place. But And it took it from being like – Top tier, top five all time to it's forgettable for me now. It, the way the ending matters, how you finish something matters. That's that's it, crazy. That's crazy to me. It's not for, it's forgettable for me. I don't need to watch. What am I going to do? Watch one through seven again and be satisfied? No, it's just now season eight was just mediocre at best, and I'm going on about my life. I think I'm it not, did I, this. I think it did this. I think it took it from being that all-time show, right? Where you're like, best show in the world, everybody agrees, it's Game of Thrones, right? 100% Game of Thrones, nobody disagrees. And I think it just put it back in the conversation with other really, really good shows as to which one's the greatest. Like, last season, it separated itself. We were talking about it going down as, as the greatest show, undisputed, hands down. And now I think they're back in the category of, okay, well, The Sopranos was just as good. And, you know, Breaking Bad was just as good. And so it was a great show. It definitely set the set the mark for its generation but it, it's not something that transcends time and is the greatest show of all time yeah i think i'm I'm definitely more in line with i can't believe i'm saying this i'm much more in line with hobo baggins than than julian i think <laughs> i think julian's completely i think he's completely missed the boat to say that it, say that it brought it back to that i don't i mean yes i think honestly i think if you wanted to i think if you want to just watch one through seven and just be like eh, eight didn't happen turn it off like that's fine i think it's still i think you'd you'd be I don't feel like you feel like you wasted your time watching it. Um, I think it does put itself back in the category of of those shows. I feel like people, though, and I've said this earlier, I think they judge it harder than others because I feel like Breaking Bad ended awesome. But, oh, my God, if I couldn't have binge-watched the first two seasons of that show, I, w- I would never have made it to season three. I would never have, like, if I had to sit there and wait to watch an episode every week, I would have never made it. Those first two seasons were like watching paint dry. It was horrid. 
awful. Yeah, I, I, I stopped watching like halfway through the second season. Yeah, I, I have never be, actually finished that show. I, somebody had to be like, listen, you got to give this, if you don't like it in 10 more episodes, then you can stop watching it. And it was like eight in that he like starts kicking ass and like backs over the two guys who are ready to kill him and like who are attacking Hank. When the, the two guys are attacking Hank, like he backs over him in the parking lot, whatever. And like from that point on, that show is must see TV. But like leading up to that, like, yeah, it matters how shows finish. I agree. But it matters how shows start and how they maintain throughout. Like, Breaking Bad wasn't good in the beginning. And there are other shows that – and The Sopranos, people complained about The Sopranos ending. People com- people bitched about that ending for years, for years and years and years. And yeah, I'll say I, I didn't like that ending at first. And then, like, a week later, I was like, you know what? You can't win. You just got to end it that way. But I think the difference with this show is like this show is in prime time social media. This show is in the world of memes. And the other thing, dude, is that we have to hold the writers accountable at some point, And they promised us gold, absolute gold, like right. we said before, and they didn't yeah. deliver. Yeah. And so they deserve criticism. Yeah, they they deserve, deserve it. They do. They do. They deserve criticism. I think the comparison I would make to this season of Game of Thrones is it's that movie that everybody, like your buddy tells you for months, like you have to see is the best movie. It's the best movie. It's the best movie. And then you go see it and you're like, ah, it was okay. Like if my, if my expectations weren't set through the roof, it, I probably would have liked it better. You guys are right. Like they said, they did this to themselves. They set the expectations there and they didn't come close to hitting them. So, I mean, I, I'm with you. I think, I think that's fair. I think those are fair criticism. I think Julian's, I think Julian's absolutely insane for his, same, same. I, I, cause he's well, forgetting like the last eight years where we would all text each other or we would be at the office going through our theories and it would take up like Sunday through Tuesday. You were talking about Game of Thrones. Then Friday at work, you were talking about Game of Thrones. Saturday, you were like, I can't wait till Sunday night. So for eight years, I mean, it was a big part of our lives and it, it, yeah. it was amazing. And it was a great time. They shit the bed with it and a If we go through these, like, Episode one was the lead in episode that they have in every season. That's meh. It's like, it's setting the table. It is what it is. Episode two was really good. It was resetting the table. You don't even need episode one. Yeah, you could have cut, cut episode one. Cut episode and one and episode or you could have, you could have very much brief, like made that part more brief and done it where season two or episode two is the majority of the episode. Episode three. It was shot kind of funny where it was dark and people complained about that. The Night King, Super dark, Night King was killed very quickly. That, I mean, that very quickly. So, I, mean, but no I, think, I think the episode in general is still pretty well received. I think it's a pretty good episode. It was entertaining. The thing I loved about that episode, though, was it was classic Thrones in the sense of at the end, before we even saw Arya, like we were sitting there and I think all of us were going, oh, my God, they lost. Like, how are they going to get out of this? Like, Johns can't get past the dragon. Holy shit, what's going to happen? Then, even when Arya comes, you're like, oh my god, Arya's going to lose. Like, she lost. And she drops that knife and stabs it. I thought that captured what makes Game of Thrones great. I thought that episode was the best out of all of them. I I, I think two was my favorite. I think two is my favorite. I thought, but three, I don't, two is my favorite. I think three was like, we had some issues with it. There was some plot armor stuff where like, we expect yeah, a bunch of people to die. Like, but I mean, I, I, yeah. still, I still don't think that was where the breaking point was for the season. I think episode four was a dumpster fire. 
was, oh my yeah, god, it was a tire fire. weren't very good. It was not. It was not good. It was not good, and it set like and it set the table. Like it made episode five, which I thought was again. I thought it was other people didn't like it as much as I did. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was okay. Like they didn't like that it was the Mad Queen, whatever. Like. He George does George R. R. Martin does this. He doesn't do. He doesn't care what you want or what you think. Like he didn't finish the book yet. He's about to rewrite this whole. He's, he's probably where they seeing went how wrong he's probably seeing how this is being received. Is like okay, erase, erase, yeah, erase, he's, like, erase, erase, erase. Uh, he's like maybe this wasn't a good idea, and we're changing. Like all four this. really, this like four really kind of turned people. I feel like it turned people sour, and then five. I agree. Then five people were upset about four still, so they were coming after that, and there were some others like. And then by six, I think people were just upset. I think people were just mad, and they didn't like people don't like brand because brand's kind of weird. I get it. Like there and there's, I think five made six so foreseeable that that's why six wasn't that great. Like yeah. I could have told you going into it exactly. I told, I predicted it out like before our watch party. I was like, this is exactly what's going to happen. Like it, because five watch party five set loser. the tone. Whatever, man. It was a great time. We made a bunch of food. It was delicious. On a 55-inch TV like a peasant. Yeah, but I had that sound system bumping. The subwoofer was just rocking this apartment. Julian, Julian, are you listening to this? I hear him. I hear him. I just Sometimes I just kind of allow him to go on his little rambling tangents about... <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with the general point, though, that like that there was one way that this was going, I, except for the... like John was going to kill Danny. Like That was going to happen. The other stuff that we're, and then we kind of, we've, we've gone through the rest of the episode. We've talked about it. I think, I think we're kind of at a good, a good place, you know, to kind of, to kind of sign off and tell everybody basically see you later till next time, later this week when we talk actual sports. Cause I swear to God, I swear to God, we're a sports podcast. I'm letting you guys know, letting everybody know right this second, the Raptors win this series. We're going to Toronto games three and four to watch them get swept by the Warriors. But if we're going to Toronto, we'll be probably live from we're Toronto. We're not going to Toronto. Just, just, just Venmo, Venmo, yeah, Venmo me well, some money for the flight, and we'll be good to go. So, Asia trip. You just went from to Bali to Thailand. Which is why, to, which is why I can't afford Toronto. I don't care. <laughs> we're going to Toronto. It's a $500 flight. You'll be okay. okay so if, 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 uh, if Toronto beats the Bucks. Julian will be in Toronto. He'll be podcasting <laughs> in there. And the rest. If it's me, Will, and Doyle, and Matt are going to Toronto, well, you guys can sit back here and be lonely together. Yeah, Matt, I, I, I would severely doubt that you're getting the whole crew on board, but we'll, we'll see. Um, we're going. All right, does anybody have anything else before we sign off? I got nothing. This season sucked. It did. My, you're an idiot. my watch is ended. Sucked, but it was not very good. Yeah, and who would have? Who, I never coming into this would have thought I said this. John, our watch has ended. Julian, you're an idiot. We are the classless men on Instagram and Twitter. Just so if you want to follow us, we also have a group 5K coming. Not a group 5K because I'm not going to run it, but we have a bet between John and our buddy Will, who's going to win. This um, <laughs> if Will wins, John has to get his full name tattooed on his body. This will be, I promise you, this will be the first video that goes up on our YouTube page. We do have a YouTube page. We don't have anything on it, but stay tuned. We're going to have this on there. We're going to have behind-the-scenes access. We're going to have golf cart footage. We're going to have it all broken down for you. 
I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We had a blast doing it, talking Game of Thrones, one of the greatest shows ever. Julian's an idiot. John, you were fairly rational on this podcast. I can't believe I'm saying that. The whole, anyway, I, I, I appreciate that. Thank you for your service. Absolutely. I was very rational about it, anybody, too. Just anybody else, anybody else have anybody say anything? I got nothing to say. Right. got nothing to say. Give me the cold hard facts. All right. For the classless gentlemen, see you later, boys. Later. Later. Oh, I hate you.